Shit. You're gonna listen to that. It's never gonna come to a point where we don't listen to that leading into recording. It's yeah. never just gonna be canned and plugged in because no. it gets me in the mood. Yeah. It gets me in the mood. You know what else Cheers gets me, me in the mood? What? The fact that today yeah. we're recording from our new recording location. Yes, we are. It's still in the studio yep. apartment. Yep. But today we're coming to you from the couch. Yes, we are. We bought. <laughs> Or Mapbot, an <laughs> extender for the USB cord, so now we can relax. We can relax. We can chill. This <laughs> might add a whole other level of. Uh, I'm a little worried. To I'm show. gonna get. I'm a little worried. I'm gonna get lazy on it. No, I don't think so. Because I have a tendency to really kick back whenever I'm relaxed. But at the same time, we could probably we could probably use a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. You know, because we're still going to get worked up about shit. Yeah. It's you and me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you and me talking for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do best is... Oh, my uh, gosh. ...is absolutely lose our minds over bullshit. Yep. Uh, that's <laughs> why that, we have a podcast. That's the whole reason why we started this. <laughs> that's why we have the Matt on Matt podcast. Speaking of... So, a few yeah. weeks ago, we covered a friend of mine. Yeah, Greg. Greg, who... Just wild shit always happens to him. And he's back. And he's back in New York. Back in New York. Back and in the New York groove. Ace Freely, baby. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, <laughs> so Greg hits me up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. This was Tuesday. Hits me up. I was like, hey, man, I'm back in town. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. And he goes, a couple hours later, he texts me back. He's like, have you ever heard of this place? Sends me a picture. I'm like, no, I've never heard of it. And he goes, I'm going to check it out. Hit me up when you get off work. Like, okay, so I hit him up. Yeah. And the place is, it's it's grand opening. Yeah. They're giving free booze to anybody who walks in the door. That's crazy. And I don't mean just like you go in, you get like one comp drink. Yeah. I mean, like they're throwing a party and it's open bar. Wow. And Greg just happened to stumble upon it when he was in... Always looking for Spanish a deal. Spanish Harlem. Always looking for a deal. Always. That Greg. It's it's insane. How does this shit Whenever, happen? When, every time I hang out with him, he uh, keeps a, a, a tab on how much like he always he adds up how much he spent throughout the night, <laughs> which is you know, I kind of do that, but not really. But nothing. Crazy. Chase is doing that just fine for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Greg will split hairs on. Yeah. fifty. Like the last time I saw him, like last time we saw him was at that comedy show that we talked about, and he immediately, I was like, "How you doing?" He's like, "I'm doing good, doing good." We split a hamburger, so that was eight dollars each, and we both like hit up happy hours. We got four dollar beers, and then you know we're, now we're here at this comedy show, which we got free tickets for. You know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just like, dude, that's not what I meant when I asked you how are you doing. <laughs> then he proceeds to spend like a hundred and twenty bucks right. in the comedy show. Right. After right. ta- talking about how economically successful his night was, yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes and... It's like, I'll take the $24 Buffalo wa- uh, Wings, please. <laughs> it's a comedy club, yeah. Greg. Like, <laughs> first of all, I've never seen the need to get a meal during no. a comedy show. Never. No. Never, like, never, never. At most, it's going to last like, 90 minutes. Yeah. 
You can wait 90 minutes right, to eat. Right, And plus, that's such shitty food. Plus, like, clink, 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 chew, chew, chew. <laughs> also, also, just, like, as a fat guy, I'm worried that the comedian's going to see me eating and yes. start talking to me. I'm very afraid and very careful about where I eat. Where where I sit, even, when I go to the comedy cellar. <laughs> yeah. One time, when ma- I was there with my parents one time, and Will Sylvance, uh, yeah. like, my mom got up to the restroom, and he... Pointed at her, and maybe I shouldn't say this. No, fuck it. Uh, he, uh, he pointed at her. He goes, "Where are you going?" Yeah. And she's just like, "I'm going to powder my nose." And then he Such goes, a "Southern lady and response." Then, and then he goes, "You're gonna take a shit." <laughs> and the whole room just like looked at him like, "What are you doing, <laughs> this lady, to this poor woman?" Leave her alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even the other comics, like, they're out the night, we're like, Will, why did you do that to that poor lady? You're going to take a shit. She paid to be here. <laughs> She's clearly, like, a quiet, nice little lady. Like, <laughs> and ever since then, it's just like, oh, wow. I better never, ever, ever do anything to oh. ever get attention at one of these shows. Even though I love going to see stand-up. I think. I, I oh, I love it. I sit it's the, one of my favorite things in the to do in the city, actually. Because, I sit in the back. I yes, sit as far yes. away from the stage as I possible. Sit, I don't like if there are lights. I hide. I hide from them. I hide in the darkness. Yeah, I like to be I'll the infectious laugh be, in the background. Yeah, yeah yes, <laughs> I'll laugh loud, but not too loud. I don't want to oh, get pointed no. out. If they ever try to put me in the front row at a comedy show, I am gonna like, tell them. I, you yeah, know, it's like you can't no, put me here. You no, can't, I can't be. Seen. I can't be seen in this spot because they're gonna point at me and they're gonna make me feel bad about myself. Yeah. And I get it, it's comedy, and I won't be really offended. No, and I'm not going to hop on Twitter. I'm not going to like me after the experience. Right. I'm in a good place with myself in the past few months. I still want (laughs) to like myself, and I won't if I sit near Will Sylvans. No. Since he decided to take my mother down like that. (laughs) God, it was so You're going to take a shit. And we're at, like, we're not even at the comedy cellar. We're at that, like... The Vanguard? The Vanguard that, sh- like, the, the Village Underground. Okay, yeah. Which is next to, like, uh, Fat Black Pussycat, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's or that, the... that shitty bar that's, like, two stories. Oh, off the wagon yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Three sheets. It's connected to that. Three yeah. sheets. It's which like, is, a, oh, my God. That's a terrible bar. You do not take a shit at that bar. No. You don't. No, no, no. So, three sheets, people in uh, at my old company... Yeah. The 22-year-olds fresh out of college used to have their birthday parties at Three Sheets. I remember sheets. you invited me to, to one there if once. If that tells you what you need to know about Three Sheets, that 22-year-old entry-level sales bros go there for their birthdays. <laughs> I almost got into a That's bar That's all fight. you need to know. <laughs> I almost got into a bar fight there one night. Oh, my God. With Oscar and Sean. <laughs> like, with them? Or no, like, no, with them. But they like, were your we were allies. Out. Sean talked this like lady down from beating the shit out of me. <laughs> What'd you do? Because what'd you do? She just like walked into the middle of our of our. We were playing darts, and she just started walking in front of us. And I was just like, "Hey, we're playing darts here." She's like, "I know," and I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck her!" And I just threw my dart, even though she was walking around near like the 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 area. Uh. <laughs> like like she was like leaning like right next to me like. Like, uh, I'm trying to explain this, like, imagine, like, you're facing, you're facing a dartboard that's, like, 20 feet in front of you, she's to my left, like, directly, 
like to where she's where she's bumping up against me. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, I'm playing darts right now. And she just was like, I know you are. And I was like, could, could you, because we're in a whole bar. Like, why are you standing this close to me? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she just wouldn't move. And so finally, I just threw my dart because I knew she, I wasn't going to hit her. <laughs> I knew that. But she got really pissed whenever I did that. <laughs> she was just like, what the fuck is your problem? And like, Sean was like, no, Sean, Sean's like, oh, yeah. Sean's chill by Yeah, Sean, Sean's a very, he, he's very charming and funny. So he <laughs> talked her down, and that woman would have beat the shit out of me, by the way. She was a hardcore bitch? She was, she was, you know, she was much younger than me in shape. Mm-hmm. She would have won that fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely. And one time, I actually... And then we could tell the story on the podcast about yeah. the time that Matt got the shit beat out of him by some young girl in the West Village. One time I got punched in the face by a crackhead outside of Kmart and asked her place. Oh my god! Because I wouldn't buy her a teddy bear and uh, and a Budweiser. <laughs> what she the wanted, fuck? I was in line buying <laughs> I was in line buying shoes for Evil work. find you. <laughs> I was in line buying shoes at Kmart because they're like $35 work shoes, like non-slip like yeah, yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah. And uh <laughs> She's like trying, it's like Valentine's Day or something, or it's near Valentine's Day, and she's with this guy, and he wants to buy a teddy bear and a tall boy of Budweiser, and they don't have, and they have all these, all this change that they've collected. Oh my and God. And they don't have enough. They went to the backseat of somebody's car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like they don't have enough for what they're trying to buy, so she turns to me and asks me to pay for it, and I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to buy, like... Get a job, cracky. Well, like, A, if she wasn't, like, clearly, like, some drug addict, like, drug-addled, like, because she was, she was probably, like, 110 pounds, probably 5'9", like... Just a stick. Stick, thin, wearing, like, old, dirty, pink, fake velvet sweats (laughs) that, like, that said, like... Juicy on the ass. Juicy on the ass, but she's, like, got no ass. Yeah. So it's just, like, a... Canvas of juicy, so it should have just said lean. Yeah, and uh, and then I'm like, no. But then somebody like ends up giving her money, at least enough money to like get her out of the way. Right. And so she she does she pays for it, but then she stays in line and won't get out of my way so that I can buy my stuff and start spraying cologne like on me, pretending that she's trying to put it on herself, and she sprays me with this cologne. And I'm like. And, uh, I called her a bitch or something. I was like, you fucking bitch, get away from me. Yeah. (laughs) And she, like, storms out yelling at me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, god damn it, fucking, like, what the fuck? I'm so mad because I, like... Who does this? Like, 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 why? Like, why? Why does this happen to me? Yeah, you attract evil. like, 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 I just attract these weirdos. I was reading David Sedaris. This is a bit of a tangent, but it, but it is related. I was reading David Sedaris, and he's short, and he was talking about how he gets hit up for money all the time. Is it a short person? And I'm, and I'm like, dude, I get hit up for money all the time. All the time. All the time. And I think it's because my eyes, like, I, like I'm all, like, I'm at... At best, I'm at eye level with everybody. Yeah. And, and so, like, tall dudes can kind of just, like, look over people and not... People are, like, trying... They, they can't 
it's just harder to catch a tall person's eye, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so I, like, called this woman a name and uh, told her to get the, like, get, leave me the fuck alone. And, and she, like, storms out yelling at me. And then I pay for my shit and I'm pissed off. And then I walk outside and she's standing out there, like, waiting for me. And oh. she's just like, what the fuck did you call me in there? I was like, I called you a bitch, and I called you a bitch again right now, you fucking bitch. I don't know. <laughs> I was really mad. This is not my most eloquent moment, nor my proudest moment. And she just winds up and cracks me in the eye. No warning. <laughs> just, like, cracks me in the eyeball. And no I, warning. Like, 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 I'm going to punch you now. <laughs> well, I just didn't see that happening at all. I don't know. I haven't, like, I don't fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've never, I guess even though I've just told two stories where I almost got into a fight. But, but like, yeah. or one where I did. You, but, you're, you get an attitude and get right to the fucking verge. No, but and I you get the fire in your never, eyes. But I would never. No, no, no. What I'm saying like, is you get to the verge. You get the fire in your eyes. You see red. Sometimes. And then something less, always happens to get in the middle of it. Right, yeah. And I don't know. I've, I've been trying to not, because I do have bad temper, but like I've been trying to like relax with it. And I feel like I have a lot in some ways. Mm. I don't know. You haven't gotten mad at me recently. <coughs> no, not recently. No, not recently. Um, but um, but I'll tell you what did, what did make you mad. What? When you were sick. Yeah. yeah Segway. Yeah, oh, we're segwaying out of the ballyhoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, being sick, I was sick this week. This is why the pods, I don't know if it's... <coughs> Still sick. So, we're technically not delayed right now. Okay. Because we normally don't release these until Sunday, but we're recording on Saturday instead of Friday. Oh, man. I don't know if this is going to throw our producer off, and she's... It, it completely but... fucked me up, this illness. Just, like, I don't know what it was. Like, on, on uh... I guess it was... Wednesday, I woke up and I had a really bad cough, and it was just like kind of out of nowhere. He's he's having a hard time, folks. And uh, then on Thursday, I was just like useless. I went into work. Yeah, <laughs> I went into work and I was getting like dizzy because my ears were so congested. Yeah. And it was just. Ugh. And yesterday, I just had no energy to do anything, but I feel a little bit better today. You sent me a I watched a ton of Netflix. Oh, I watched uh, The Departed again. Oh, I watched that recently too. God, that movie's still so I think I, good. I think I watched it right after we got back from Boston, also. Yes. So, like, I was awesome. ultra in the mood. I was walking around. I was walking around talking like Billy Red Balls. Yeah, <laughs> I was just walking around town like, eh, eh, you fucking assholes. Yeah. Eh, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> the, the, the Departed is so, like, it's just wild. Yeah. That ending is crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yes. yes. Like, like, what is... Like, only one of them makes it out alive. Of Mark all Wahlberg. Stories. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Is the only main character that makes why, it out alive. Why? Here's my question. Yeah. What is his role? What is Mark Wahlberg's role? Like because what do you mean? Like the his character? Like, no, no. Officer? I know. I understand that he's like the de, like one of the lead detectives or whatever, and he runs the undercover unit. Yeah, he's a, he's but, assistant. But the, the at the end, he whenever Matt Damon, I don't mm-hmm. know their character names. I just know them as their 
people. Right, right. Yeah. Um, whenever Matt Damon, like, gets away with it, basically. Yeah. And he walks, except for his wife leaves him, or his fiance leaves him, because she figures out what's going on. Right. Um, like, uh, he shows up, and... Wahlberg's, like, waiting for him all dressed up like a fucking professional assassin and just offs him. Yeah. Like, but, like, why? Well, there's a few different reasons why that happened. My main theory walking out of that movie has always been... Was it revenge? That the ex... His his partner was Martin Sheen. Yeah, I know. Wahlberg's partner was Martin Sheen. So my thing has always been that he took... That she... Matt Damon's ex took that CD and gave it to Mark Wahlberg. But then why wouldn't he? Basically, my question is like, I get like he's mad and so he kills him. Mm. I get that motivation somewhat, but I'm moreover would believe like, why wouldn't he just like out Matt Damon? Like, like if he had that, if that's your theory, if that's mm-hmm. what happened. Why wouldn't he just be like, oh, guys, he he's in with uh, Costello this whole time. I don't know. Why would he just kill him? I, I feel, feel like, like I feel he... like it'd be it, the because at one point, like in I mean, during that elevator ride, mm-hmm. whenever Leo's got Matt handcuffed and Matt just realizes like, oh, my God, this just is just fucking over. kill he's, me. He's just like killing him is like an act of mercy. Yeah. Compare comparatively. I mean, because I mean, when you think about like. That guy's fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather die than face the face that music. Yeah, really. So I you, mean, realistically, like you like you did him a favor, and that's why he said okay. So you're totally doing him a favor, but at the same time, I feel like Mark Wahlberg's character was shown throughout the whole movie to be edgy and unhinged. He was the bad cop kind of guy. And he was but just he was, like, but he was also, but he's like one of the only like good guys. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's an anti-hero. Yeah, he's a total anti-hero because he's a good cop. He's a good fucking cop. No, he is a good cop, but he's you know he's fucking nuts. He's fucking nuts, and I think that's what it is. I don't know if we're looking for, you know, I don't think you're gonna find a strong like. This is exactly why he did it. Yeah, I think. He was just a nut job. Like, he's a good cop, and he likes being a good cop, but he's also a crazy person. And so he's like, I guess. I gotta kill this motherfucker. Yeah. I gotta kill this guy. A rat, a crooked cop, a crooked cop is one of the worst things to, to, to a be. cop. Yeah, no, and it's all, I mean, I yeah. think, moralistically, that's just, like, one of the worst. Oh, yeah. Like, to be a crooked cop, I mean, and, like, there are a ton of crooked cops, but... I am of the opinion... There used to be a lot more. There Whoa. used to be... The I mean, 70s? Cops, it was like 75 Well, yeah, like in the 70s, and like, the especially in New York, like yeah. the cops were just a gang. Yeah. Like they were just a, a different gang. That Absolutely. Was, like that was... But like now... But like now... But I'm also talking about cops throughout the whole nation, like in general. Like, and I, I really do believe that m- most people get into police work for good reasons. The vast majority. Vast majority. Yeah. It's like a very small percentage of people that get into police work 
for some sort of inferiority complex to assert their authority because they've never had any power yeah. or some kind of shit like, like that. Like there it's are people like that, percentage. but I feel like it's very and, I, and then I but then they get caught up in this culture, this kind of um, fraternity kind of culture where they they back each other up no matter what mm-hmm. because they have to because if they don't like they might die right it's and so and so whenever somebody falls out of line and you it's like dude i've had your back and you've been doing this out, like out of line it's like that's like just such a betrayal of trust on the old thing on of- the people on your co-workers on your family on like even the criminals that you're it's, working with it's I called mean, handling like, shit in-house yeah we're gonna handle this in-house yeah 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 uh, maybe that's what it is maybe mark Wahlberg's character decided we're just gonna handle this in-house i'm not gonna be the cop that outs another cop i'm just mm. gonna take care of this shit i think we just nailed it wow high five good so that's why shit. the departed ends that way yeah. that's always confused me i've always just been like man i wish like I would almost prefer it if Matt Damon's character just got away with it. Colin Sullivan, that was his name. Yeah. Sergeant Sullivan. Sergeant Sullivan. Sergeant Sullivan. Dude, Alec Baldwin's fucking Boston accent in that movie is atrocious. (laughs) It is so, like... Here's what I... I, I've been watching a lot of Scorsese... Because Scorsese released a bunch of shit on the Netflix recently. I think Mm -hmm. he just got a pay... I think he just got a mighty fine check from Netflix. <laughs> and um, I've been watching his movies. One thing that's funny to me about his movies is that, or like, all of his movies are really epic. Mm-hmm. Like, epic I tales. Love I rem- love Scorsese. No, movies. and I'm not shitting on Scorsese, Scorsese but like, they are Good, epic. Because we would be fucking fighting. We might, we might, because I do think that they are largely, like, technically speaking, some of them are like, like really clumsily made. Like, really clunkily, like, shot scenes. Like, I was watching the scene in The Departed where Leo, like, goes to her house the night that she's packing up. All of the coverage, it like, none of the continuity matches up. None of the continuity matches up okay, so in that scene. It's like, it's like, it, 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 like, they're in one room and they're talking and then he moves, like, they're just talking back and forth. And maybe it's intentional. I think it might be intentional, but like, it also felt like that they were that he just kind of like was shooting scenes and take like using the best acting shots. Yeah, that could be it. it but it, also, I've never noticed what you're talking about. Watch for and it. And I've seen that movie a million times. Watch for it. I'll watch for it. I, I, I normally I don't really notice continuity and this, errors. And that the much. same goes with Gangs of New York. I think Gangs, well, Gangs of New York, New York is, had a lot of problems. Is that. a really like if you watched it in ten minute increments, that's a shitty movie. But you watch it as a whole, and it's an amazing epic tale. And it's also saved by some stellar performances, right? From, right. From, namely from <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. I mean, Leo is not Leo yet in that movie. No. He had not become. Because here's the thing. We saw him do some some wise and some beyond his years shit when he was younger, and then he bottomed out. Well, he know you know what he, he did. He bottomed right? out for a little bit. He had a sophomore slump. Well, you know what he did. What? He fucked one of the producer's wives on the Titanic. Really? Yeah. And and uh, he got blacklisted for years, and Scorsese was the only person that would work with him. Wow. And that's why, like, he's. I mean, what what. 
other than The Revenant and Catch Me If You Can, like, what else has he done outside of Scorsese over the last, like, 15 years? Revenant, Catch Me If You Can. I can't think of anything. Like, like everything else has been Scorsese. Yeah. Because... Now he's doing a Tarantino. Which is gonna be... Oh. Oh, he did do a couple of Tarantinos. Oh, yeah, that's right. Django. Django. I think that's it? it. Yeah, he was only in Django. Okay. Yeah. But that's going to be so good. Oh, yeah. That new stuff's going to oh, be so my. good. I also, I, I highly suspect, part of me wonders if it's even going to get made. It's, they're in production. But here's the reason why. It is about a fucked up thing that was done to a woman. Yeah. And Tarantino's dealing with it, like, with the culture the way it is now. Yeah. Um, and Tarantino's definitely going to, he's gotten some, some clap back. For, with with this Me Too thing that he deserves, but I think that there is a well on him mm. in that department. I mean, he's best friends. He was great friends with Harvey Weinstein. You're telling me? No, see, here's the he's thing. He's not complicit. In oh, that, the movie's so totally shit. gonna get made, and the movie's gonna get released. Yeah. When all this shit's gonna come out, it's gonna come out during the, the release, the day before the Oscar nominations. Anything yeah. that anybody's got on him, yeah. it's going to come out the day before the Oscar nomination. Well, what I was going to posit was that, like, what if it doesn't get made, or it gets made, and then, like, with Louis, I, lo- I Love You, Daddy, because mm-hmm. that happened to Louis, yeah. where he had this whole movie set up, and apparently it's a really creepy movie. That doesn't surprise um, me. But, like, uh, uh, nobody, I mean, only industry people have seen I Love You, Daddy. It got completely shut down. Yeah. And so what would what I think would be... Int- <laughs> I don't want this to happen, but this is a prediction that I read somewhere and something that I kind of like think is think might happen is that this is going to get made and then it's going to get canceled because <laughs> something because of something that's going to come out on Tarantino. Because mm. there's just got to be something else. Like, yeah. Like, I, like, he choked that one actress in Inglorious Back- Bastards until she passed out during the, the film scene, the scene when... Yeah, uh, she shoots. Um, I know exactly. The actor. Yeah. yeah, like whenever you see him choking her to death, that's actually Quentin Tarantino's hands. Actually choking. Her. choking yeah. Her. Wow. Yeah, he was like, "I want to do it. I want to do it." And then, and then knew, he choked her till she passed out. I knew about the the car scene. And then the car scene with Uma. And then the plus his just relationship with Harvey Weinstein, like. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody had relationships with But he and Weinstein, like, created a genre of movie together. Yeah, that's true. And, 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 I don't know. So what I'm thinking is that, like, there's going to be an incredible if you, documentary if, <laughs> about I mean, if, this movie. If you try to... <laughs> if it doesn't get made. <laughs> if they try to tear down every single person that had a, a relationship with Harvey Weinstein... We're not going to have Hollywood. Well, I think that's... Well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. We're not going to have anybody in Hollywood. Yeah, maybe. It's going to be a whole new generation of people. And they're all gonna, seems And like they're all going to have something clean. in their background from high school that pissed somebody off. I'll be interested to see how it all plays out. Yeah. Because I think... Well, what I was saying was that I think it would make a really great... If this gets canceled... It's gonna be an amazing documentary about why it <laughs> it's got gonna canceled. be like it's gonna be like Hearts of Darkness. Yeah, it's, it's better, better than Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like holy shit! Like, oh you have all God. these guys talking about like yeah, well, Clint like Quentin like murdered Margot Robbie. No, oh my she, God! And the <laughs> and everything went downhill after that. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, 
So, I did something awesome on Monday yeah, night. Yeah, you did. You followed my lead. I followed your lead. Uh, one week after yeah. you bought a not ticket. Not even one week. Not even a whole week after yeah. you bought a ticket to go see Radiohead. Impulsively. Impulsively. You spent $170 mm-hmm. to sit in almost the exact same seat. It was the mirrored seat. So, like, yeah. I was on the other side. Yeah, it was a mirrored seat. I spent $170. Yeah. To sit in the mirrored seat to go see the fucking Foo Fighters. Yeah, it was awesome. At the garden. And I gotta tell you guys, if you get a chance, if you like rock music, and if you get a chance to go to a Foo Fighters show, do not pass it up. Top five concerts of my entire life. This thing was arena rock awesomeness to its max. That's so cool. You also, I mean, you know, they, of course, they played all the best songs. Yeah. They... Played for three hours. Wow, really? Yeah, Dave Grohl is 50 years old. Who opened for them? Uh, this band called The Struts, and I did not watch them. <sighs> I was having beers across the street with some old friends from from my old job. Yeah. So I go, um, they do three hours, they play all the best hits, they rock it the fuck out. Yeah. And they just do great over-the-top crap. Like, for Taylor's drum solo... The drum riser went 30 feet up in the air. <laughs> it was just killer. And for his drum solo, the whole band left the stage. And it was a solid five, maybe seven minutes of drum solo. Nah, he killed it. That's so fun. It was amazing. I love so, that shit. And Dave's 50. And he's rocking out like he's 25 years old. He's worth like $200 million. Dave he doesn't Grohl, need to do this. He just loves doing it. Yeah, Dave Grohl is like a living rock, like he, rock god. He is our rock legend yeah, right now. Yeah, like he, he was in Nirvana. Yes. Like that just blows my mind. I think about him He's, so much as Foo Fighters <laughs> that when I looked, when I was sitting there at the concert and I'd look at him and the thought would creep into my mind... Hold the fuck on. Yeah. This guy was in Nirvana. This guy was in Nirvana. <laughs> like, like, I remember learning that. I remember, I, I, cause I, I didn't know, I don't know. I knew who Foo Fighters was and I knew who Nirvana was when I was like really young, like 10, like nine or 10 years old. Right. I knew that those were two different bands, but I remember watching, uh, Nirvana unplugged and seeing Dave Grohl, like, like, and actually like it clicked in my mind. I was like. That's the guy from Foo Fighters. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, this dude's a fucking legend. Yeah. Like, 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 he's in, like, that's like, oh yeah, I was, you know, I was all, I was in the, you know, I was in Led Zeppelin and then I was also in Van Halen. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what, like, what? <laughs> like, like yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> I was in, uh, you know, I was in the. The Dead Kennedys, and then I was also in the Pixies. Yeah. Like... (laughs) I mean, this show, he just cemented his place as just one of my absolute favorites. Yeah. Because, like... So, if you see Metallica, you're seeing living, breathing rock gods, rock legends. But they're not cool people. No. At all. No, Metallica's douchebags. Dave Grohl is super cool. Yeah. And you can tell the jokes he tells, the way he talks to the fans... The jokes he makes with his bandmates, like everything was just so much fun. It was so, so cool. Yeah. The audience, the crowd was super cool. Because I was kind of thinking, like, I don't know how this crowd's going to be. It could be a really bad mixed bag. 
everybody was just there loving it That's and so just cool. on fire. Because when I went and saw Queens of the Stone Age, the crowd was a mixed bag of like of people who weren't very big fans of the Queens of the Stone Age. And then... Why would you go to that show? People who were massive fans of the Queens of the Stone Age. And then... Incels. Why? There were a bunch of people walking around that you were just like, oh man, these guys leave a lot of comments on Reddit. Why would you go to a Queens of the Stone Age show if you were not a big fan of Queens of the Stone Age? There were a lot of people that went to that show because... (laughs) Because Royal Blood was opening. A lot Even of, then, I would still think that you that there'd be some crossover there. I would say there were a solid maybe like 500 people left after Royal Blood. Wow. And also, Queens of the Stone Age weren't very good. Their show was not very good. Josh, Josh Homme's a fucking drunk. Dude, they, their show was not good. He they kicked, they seem He kicked some lady in the face when he was drunk on stage like six months ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, some lady. Some like... <sighs> they did not... Get it together, dude. Here's the thing about that that show. They did not seem interested. Yeah. They did not seem interested or happy to be there, and their sound sucked. The other thing about... And, like, James Homie is Dave Grohl's, like, super close homie. And so I was, like, going into this show kind of like, oh, man, I just... I really hope Dave's not like Josh and I hope that their sound is good and I hope this is going to be good I love the Foo Fighters records I hope this is good Yeah, I walked out just like that's all I've been thinking about for the past week is how amazing this concert was that was the second song they played I can't imagine they started with All My Life they started with All My Life transitioned straight into Learn to Fly and I'm telling you, the chorus of that song with the 20,000 people in the garden or whatever it was, it was euphoria. It was rock and roll, well, Nirvana. There you go. (laughs) There's a sound clip for you. Dude, it was so good. I can't even possibly, like, it felt like an out-of-body experience. That's so awesome. The chorus to that song with all those people and Dave just living his best Mm -hmm. life. And also, all their kids were there too. Like their kids go on tour with them during so the weird. summer. So there was weird. like ten children I would sitting Indian style on the side of the stage, and like every few songs, Dave would run over and just like rock out in front of them, and they'd all go crazy. <laughs> and then Dave's twelve-year-old uh, daughter sang back up on a couple of songs. She's oh like wow! A good voice. It was really cool. It was a great show. I would anybody out there who's thinking about seeing. The Foo Fighters, 100%. My advice... No doubt about it, do it. My, my advice is just in general, if you're, if you're thinking about going to see a band, just go. Yeah, I'd agree. Just, just go. Just go. Unless like, it's going to cost you $500. Right, right. Don't don't pay $500 for a show. Unless like, it's Bruce Springsteen. Okay, whatever. But, like... <laughs> but, you know what I mean. I like, paid $500. Like, I didn't... Uh, uh, like, I didn't go see Weezer and the Pixies, and I kind of am having... Mm. It seems like it was be a really good show. Like get real. Like I mean, I love both of those bands for like different reasons. That scratches two itches. Yeah, that scratches two completely different itches. It's like yes, (laughs) like the Pixies will play, and then we're gonna watch Weezer next. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. What's with these homies dissing my girl? (laughs) Um, man. 
So you got some big news on yeah, your, Comic-Cons, in your life. Comic-Cons, well, and the Star Wars, Star, I love Star Wars. Uh, now, don't get this, I love Star Wars too. I don't, I just haven't dove as deep into the extent, expanded universe. Yeah. So I absolutely love Star Wars and I can have a top flight Star well, Wars EU, conversation. EU but is um, kaput now. It's Legends. Okay, well, Legends. I mean, I, I kind of refer to anything that happens outside of the canon of like, the immediate of films. The movies. Yeah, as expanded universe. Okay, so, so like whatever. Clone Wars. Have you ever seen Clone Wars, the TV no, show? No, I haven't. You've, dude, you've got to. I never watched it. The, the, after season three, because mm-hmm. the first three seasons are a kid's show. Okay. And um, they're good, but they're a kid's show. But then in season three is whenever they start getting really, like, into it, and it's it, it's a it's the story of Anakin's Padawan. That's okay. the story of Clone Wars. Ahsoka Ahsoka Tano is um, his his student. Who and by the way, Anakin's student. Yes, Anakin Skywalker's student. Anakin had a student. Yes, and okay. she failed. Okay, she gets banned from uh, the Jedi like order. Towards the end of the, at the end of the, uh, I think it's the sixth season that was done on Netflix. Or no, that was the end of the fifth season, and the beginning of the sixth season is her out on her own. Well, now I don't have to watch it. Well, you know. There's a bunch of other <laughs> I'm stuff. I'm kidding, I'm fine. There's like, the, the, there's, like, there's a bunch of other stuff that also happens. But yeah. like, the overarching like story that carries throughout is the story of this woman that Anakin raises from a girl. And um, she ends up like, fucking up mm-hmm. but she ends up getting into a situation where nobody can vouch for what she did in a situation mm-hmm. and some people end up dead that shouldn't have ended up dead and they're like we don't know if you killed them or not so you and you're not like we're like in the jedi were um i don't know it's it's interesting because uh, it, it basically i like star wars a lot because it presents this idea like it presents the, the conflict of like what is a holy war? Like, like you can't have the like you can't involve like a religion with war and and be successful. And that's what yeah. the Jedi. That's why were. a lot of people aren't into religion at all, right? Well, in they, real life, right? Because of all the war that and all the suffering that it and all causes. The millions of people that have been killed in the name of the Bible. Yeah, and this is it. it and this show kind of like. And, you know, the prequels in general definitely, like, show how that doesn't work because the Jedi are, like, this weird, like, in episode eight, with Luke calls it a religion. And mm-hmm. so, it, it, but they're also, like, the military. Yeah. Whenever, during the prequel, the prequels age and during the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So it's it's this weird thing that's happening where they're trying to be morally upstanding and, like, and all this shit. But, and, but then they're also, like, leaving a child by herself with a sword and the more and, and more and I read about like, the Jedi, it's like and the well, rebellion fails. It's kind of like, like these these guys kind of assholes. Yeah, like and that's what Luke is saying in Episode Eight. He's just like, look, like the Jedi's were wrong. Like they, you, like we need people that will that will fight for good. But like you can't attach some sort of moral like judgment on on that fight. Right. Like the fight is the fight. And being moral and being good after the fight is a whole other thing. But, like, the, but then he also, like, 
I don't know. Anyway, moving along. But like, but like this, 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 the, this, the. The they, whole point of this is to is say that they, that they have this new, this, this new season coming out, which I'm really excited about because I think what it's going to be is the story of how Ahsoka Tano gets away, like for years, mm-hmm. because she teams up with the Mandalorians. Uh, who are like this? Um, that which is where Boba Fett comes from. Okay, yeah. Uh, he wore, that's the armor that he wears. Yeah. He wears in Mandalorian armor, and that they they obviously they're on Mandalore. Uh, Hence the Mandalorian. Yes, and um, they're they're kind of like this warrior. Like they they go back and forth between being pacifists, but like they are only pacifists because when they go to war, they fucking. Go to war. Yeah. <laughs> Chop people's heads off. Like, like they're just like, like they, they, they don't like. They're like, look, we don't want to fight because when we fight, we fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but listen, so she, guys, you don't know what you're getting into. Right. You're barking and, up the wrong tree. And Ahsoka is very similar in that sense because she like she's awesome. She has two lightsabers that she uses, mm. and she's just like, but she like holds them like she's boxing. Mm. So she's like this, and the lightsaber's going like out perpendicular to her body so it's like she's like literally slices people in half like just by like scratching her nose like she's and so she teams up with them to try uh what they're gonna end up doing is trying to bring down darth maul Ooh, nice so this because is all... this is already canon due to the show rebels uh-huh like because they like ahsoka so and, wait yeah she's anakin's padawan that's padawan. been banned that's been banned and now they're going to bring down Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. So she was raised by Anakin. Yes. Who... Darth Maul died in episode one. Did not die. Did not die. Is he that died. Is that then, covered? Yes. Okay. That's, already been, right. that's already been touched on in Clone Wars. Okay. Where he, like, he jumps onto uh, his hatred in the, for Obi-Wan, keeps him alive. Oh, my God. And, and feels him, and he goes insane. And he ends up, like, growing these, like, spider legs out of trash. He goes into a trash planet, and oh. then and then his brother, well, all right. then his brother finds him, and he's the trash he, man. He's the trash. He's man. come out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm the trash spider. <laughs> we gotta bring the trash spider I out of retirement. I hate Obi I don't know who he is, but I hate him. <laughs> I'm gonna crawl into his mouth when he sleeps. <laughs> well, that's fucking the trash man. The trash man. Well, that's so fucking good. sick. It's gonna be so good. They're gonna release the uh, 13 episodes, and I think it's I again. I think it's um, it's gonna end with uh, um, the fight between Ahsoka and Maul, and then it, I th- also think that it's going to bleed into. Episode three, so I think we're gonna get Vader towards the tail end of. Ooh, we're gonna get like fancy evil Anakin. Oh yeah, so he's totally gonna kill her. Well, like she's not making no. out of this shit alive. Well, he already like they already faced off in Rebels, like uh, Vader versus Ahsoka. Okay, faced because there's this other show called Rebels that happens in between. It's like during the Rogue One time. It's in between episode and episode three. Okay. And they already faced off, and she was, like, saved through this, like, weird time travel thing. Okay, I gotcha. It's kind of like a time-turner. Kind of. Harry Potter's time-turner. Kind of. I didn't watch Rebels, so I don't know as much about that, but I do know that much about okay. it. But she and... I watched the episode where she and Vader faced off. Watched the episode where Maul and Obi-Wan face off, finally. Obi-Wan does end up killing Maul, okay. eventually. On Tatooine. It's really good. 
You want to talk about your video mm. game beef? Nah. Nah, okay. Well, okay. No, I, I'll, I'll address it. Address it. I was playing Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefront 2 earlier today, and this motherfucker was, like, on level 50 with the character Finn. And I'm <laughs> like, who are you doing? Like, who gets to... Who spends this much time with Finn? <laughs> Finn is the worst character in Star Wars. <laughs> okay, close second to Jar Jar Binks. You're only saying that because you're a racist. No, that's not true. You don't like him because he's played by a black actor. That's not That's not true, <laughs> Matt. I don't like him because he has the same story arc every time. <laughs> and, he's always, and he's a pussy. He's always just like, I have to run away. I don't want out of here. I want to leave the war. And it's just like, fuck you. Like, he's not even like Han because Han was at least like, I just need to get my money. Then I'm leaving. That was Han's thing. Yeah. This dude doesn't even want to make some money. He's, a, he's just a little rat. There's just like always all, running away. And then this motherfucker gets onto Battlefront 2 and kills me as with Finn as <laughs> Kylo Ren. And I can't get over that would just never happen. That would never happen. Anyway. To piss you off, that's what's gonna happen at the end of episode nine. I hope it does. And fucking stupid Finn left a good union job to go join the rebels. What an idiot. Dude. Speaking I, yeah, of idiots. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap, I met an idiot the other day. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I was working the breakfast taco window at the Upper East Side location. Yeah. And this guy comes up. And he goes... Tell me. He goes, so you got breakfast tacos? It's like, yeah, man, I got breakfast tacos. He goes, <laughs> he goes, is that like a wrap? I said, no, it's a taco. Like, not meaning it, not, not meaning to sound like an asshole. But yeah, no, it's a taco. Yeah. Oh, is that, so is that, so it's like a burrito? I was like... No, it's a taco. No, nah, man, it's a taco. And he goes, so it's not a wrap. And I was like... Have you ever had, like, a taco? And he goes, yeah, I've had a taco. And I was like, so... It's taco. So imagine... A taco. You take the ground beef out and put eggs in it instead. And he looks at me and goes, Oh, I don't think I want that. And he walks away. <laughs> like, it says, what? How do you People, not know what a taco is? How do you thing, not understand the concept of a breakfast taco? How stupid are you? The other thing that gets me is like, when people ask me how big tacos are... How big are the tacos? They're taco size. I'm like, that's that's what I say. I'm like, imagine a taco. That's how big it is. What do you want? From what are you me? talking about? How big is it? Oh, Jesus what do you Christ. Like, like? What do you think it's gonna be? Oh, or like, I, I kind of get. It's not Chipotle. Here's what you should be asking if you're if that's what you're worried about. How small is it? Yeah. If it's a because I've gotten because I have if thinking like corn tortilla street tacos. Right. Because I've been to I went to this one place in Williamsburg once where I was like I was like I, I was just like dying for some fish tacos and I'd heard that they had great fish you're tacos. Gross. Whatever. And uh, <laughs> uh, and I'd heard that this place had great fish tacos and they were also like twenty four dollars. Oh my so god. So I was like this better be fucking great and I got them and taco was like maybe the, like the slice of meat was maybe the size half the size of my palm. And the tortilla was, like, maybe the size of my palm. And that came with three tacos. Were they good, though? They were really good. No. But, but, but it was not enough food. Yeah. So, like, I should have asked how small are they. Yeah. Whereas, I'm like, how big is a taco? Like, what do you... Uh, I, anytime people are, like, like get... Because, like, people will press. Yeah. And, and They'll just, get persnickety. I'll just, I'll just put out a plate and I'll just be like, so... That's the play that it comes on, and it takes up this much space on that plate. 
you know what really also what really blew me away about this guy yeah. was that he just had never heard of a well, breakfast taco he seemed well put together and he seemed like he was about 30 he yeah. seemed like he was my age he had a ring on his finger he was married so somebody's S- fucking this guy somebody married this bag of shit oh my god and also he's wearing a Brooks Brothers polo shirt yeah I know how much that costs right you can afford he's making a living you can afford to buy a hundred dollar polo shirt <laughs> And you don't know what a taco is? A bre- yeah. <laughs> was it not it was it not in your textbook? Was Did it you, like was it not part of your MBA course? Have you ever spoken to anyone outside of your family? Oh my god. <laughs> and is your family a bunch of jagaloons? Like what like, the how fuck? do you not how does the world not know what a breakfast taco is at this uh, point? Even just a taco. When I said it's a taco, he's he like, said, What does that mean? He said, What does that mean? You mean it's not a burrito and it's not a wrap? What the fuck is a taco? <laughs> Dude, it's a taco. It's a taco. I held up, I held up, they're wrapped up in tinfoil. Yeah. It's, like, it's this it's big. It's this big. It's like, ah. Like, what do you want from me? And then when I described what it is, he was like, oh, oh. no. Like, wait, so you're fine with the idea of a breakfast burrito. Or a breakfast wrap. Or a breakfast wrap. Yeah. Which, a breakfast burrito is a flour tortilla with eggs. Yeah. Yeah. A breakfast taco is a smaller flour tortilla with eggs. So the concept oh, of let time what out means. time out. The concept of a smaller flour tortilla is the fucking deal breaker yeah. with you and gross. Like it, like I love how like the way you're describing it. It's like he like you're like well you, instead of beef you put eggs and bacon and cheese and he's just like. Oh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> like, oh my God, shut this place down. Oh my I'm going God. To, I'm going to Twitter. <laughs> a bacon, egg, and cheese in a, in a, in a, in a, in tor- a small tortilla. In a small tortilla? <laughs> what kind of monsters? Salsa? What kind of monsters? People oh. are so fucking stupid. It drives oh me crazy. Oh my God. And it's- it drives me crazy that like, I, like, I, I must be stupid too. <laughs> You know what I mean? I wonder what I do to people that what? just like where they're just like this fucking guy. Here's like the, here's <laughs> the thing: we're educated people. Yeah, we went to college. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Well read. Yeah, well cultured, educated people. Yeah, yeah. And as educated people, when we look at a lot of the problems in the world today, specifically in America, we think these idiots. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. I try to get uppity in my mind and think these uneducated idiots. Yeah, and then. Here no. in the city, I meet educated They're people. They're not uneducated. Who are complete bumblefuck. Yeah, they just like they just have no idea what's going on. They don't understand like like you'll lead them to a table at the restaurant and they just kind of look at the table and they're just astounded by it and they look at you like this is the table you're giving me and it's just like yeah, this is what we have available right now and they're just like oh, well, I better Stand around and talk for about five minutes and not sit down. <laughs> and when you while ask there are me, people walking around with burning hot plates behind me and like and, and and drinks that are filled to the top, while I just stand around and just look at my chair like, Whoa, what what is this? And when you come over to ask me if I've made up my mind on what I want to eat, I'm gonna oh look at you God. like you shot my dog. Yes, yeah, like, or like I'm somehow rushing you because it's been ten minutes. Like, I, like... Oh, my God. And and you haven't ordered anything. Like, I will, like, I don't know. Oh. Now we're talking about work and 
But here's what I do do, like in those moments what where it's do like, you do? what I do do, whenever people are just not getting what I'm, what I'm trying to do, which is like get their order. Yeah. Just be like, all right guys, it's been 15 minutes. I'm really sorry, but I do need to get your orders like pretty soon. Do you think you're ready yet? Like I'll just rush people now. I yeah. don't care anymore. Mainly because it's all about how nice you are. Yeah. Like you can still say stuff. You can still talk to people that way. Yeah. I find because, because okay, otherwise guys. they're just like. Those people just seem completely baffled. And it's crazy to me that, like, I don't know. It's just crazy, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> what kills me is people like, who what can't... am I, like, what, like, I clearly have, like, the more faculties than they do. Yeah. But they're the ones that they're sitting down for brunch. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, people who can't me. understand. Simple, simple fucking concepts. Yeah. Like, the concept that you work at a different restaurant, and that our restaurants are different restaurants yeah. in different neighborhoods right. with different business needs. Right. We have this couple. They always try to come in at 9.50 on weeknights. <sighs> They come in and we're like, hey guys, you know, we closed at 10. The kitchen took its last order already. You know, sorry. And they're like, what? What? And this is the fourth time this happened on Tuesday night. Why would you? This is the fourth time they've done this while I've been up front. And they're like, what? Downtown stays open later than this. I'm like, what? This is the Upper East Side. Everybody's in bed. Also, no, we don't. I know. Y'all stay open until 11. Stay open until 10. Okay, anyway, you don't have to contradict me. I'm making a point. <laughs> but here's what gets but here's me. The thing. He's here's like, what gets me about you're that. You're not at that store. Here's what gets also also here's what gets me. Is mm-hmm. that you're saying that this is the fourth time this has happened to them. Yes. After the first time, I would be like, "All right, I'm just not going there anymore." Just come in at 9. I, I would literally just say, "I'm not going there anymore." Yeah. Like if they're not going to be open when they say they're open, then I'm not going. Or like I'm going to go earlier mm-hmm. like I would just stop there was this woman that would come in every now and then and one day well like her first day that she ever came in she got a frozen margarita for me and then I was like it was happy hour I, went, I didn't even think anything of it mm-hmm. Half, like she finishes it and then she walks up to me and she goes this was the worst margarita I've <laughs> ever had in my life <laughs> and I'm like uh First of all, I know that's not true because we make great margaritas. Yeah. And she's just like, it was bitter and disgusting. And, and I'm just like, uh, I'm really sorry. You finished it, though, so I'm going to charge you, charge you for it. She's like, and she goes, it's not a question of money. I want to know what you put in this because it's so bad. And I tell her, like, it's fresh lime, sugar, tequila, water to freeze it. What do you want from like that's what's in it she's like that's not what's in this I was just like yes it is and so then and like and eventually like I start getting like annoyed with her because it was super I was super busy and she's arguing with me about a drink that she finished and that she wanted a refund on and I was just like I'm not giving you a refund you finished it and plus like <laughs> it's not a bad margarita like that's the other thing and she, she, like, I definitely... Just because your palate Well, I, the, the thing is, is that I definitely started, like, being, like, like being rude to her. Yeah. Like, like or not be like, because once you... If you come in that hot to somebody, like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. My like, defenses like, are like, up, brother. Right. I'm just going to be like, what? No, it's not. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, 
and she's just like, what is this attitude I'm getting from you? And I, and I, and I just look at her. I was just like, look, lady, you, you told me you came up to me with an empty drink and you told me that it was the worst thing that you've ever experienced. Like, I'm not going to try and be nice to you if that's how you're starting this conversation. And then she's just like, couldn't believe that you told that her how that. you felt? She was just like, what? Wait a minute, this this bartender's a and, person and, with and, feelings? And, and she's like, what? And I, and I was just like, yeah. I was just like, do you have a job? And she's just like, what does that mean? I was like, I don't know if you work. Do you work? And she's just like, Ugh, yeah. And I was like, so imagine I just walk into your job and I tell you that you're the and that you have no idea who I am, and I tell you that you're the worst at your job that you've ever that I've ever run into. Yeah. And like like imagine that like that's what the interaction is, and she's just like, you were the. That's worst. not what I said. I didn't say you were bad at this. I said this was a bad drink, and then I was just like, then why did you finish it? <laughs> and then and then she's Excuse like, all me, right, lady, you are the worst corporate accounts receivable rep I've ever make her, seen. Then I make her a margarita on the rocks, a jalapeno margarita on the rocks, and she's just like, this is too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> she finishes it and tells me it's too spicy. It's jalapeno. She finishes it again and, t- and, and, and tells me that it was too spicy. And eventually I'm just like, all right, lady, whatever. And I stop talking to her and I ignore her for the rest of the time that she's there. And then she like gets another margarita and she keeps asking me to like cut it with soda. Anyway, the point of the story is that oh. this woman returned after getting multiple margaritas that she did not like. From us. Why is she She there? came back multiple times. Why? To just bitch at me. Oh. It was like, it's just like, and so that's what, that's why with this couple that you're describing, I'm just like, why would you come back? And keep after, doing like, the and, same and keep thing. doing the same thing with people that aren't, like, aren't accommodating you, aren't interested in you. Like, like, cause these people that are like that, like only want to be around people that, mm-hmm. uh, that accommodate them and are interested in them and think that they're, that think that they're the shit and that like, and, and it's just like, okay, like a, you shouldn't expect that of waiters and of, in service staff. Yeah. They're like, they don't like, yes, they are, you're, they are serving you, but like, like, um, yeah. but they're also people they're not your slaves. Like they're, they're. We don't have to kiss your ass. It's we a just, job. We just get you what you want, and we're and are friendly, but like, but not like, like, oh my god, that was the worst that you've ever had, madam. I am so apologetic. Like that's just never gonna happen. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Last time you weren't, we weren't open whenever you came. Last time, this time we have waited for you exclusively. Like, like, this guy, know. this guy has always got the same argument. The same argument every single time. He goes, I don't get it. We're trying to give you guys money. I'm like, dude, we're fine without your $6 minus taxes, you yeah. cunt. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh. oh, my God. So speaking of fucking assholes, you found a John Travolta ra- album on the street, and yeah. it was weird. It was very weird. It was very weird. It was actually weird. a very fun morning. I did laundry and walked around my neighborhood while I was doing <laughs> laundry. Found a basket of free records. <laughs> And saw uh, John Travolta's uh, smiling 1970s face looking right at me. And the record wasn't scratched up, wasn't fucked up, played completely smoothly. I haven't listened to the other records. I picked up two Eric Clapton records, uh, Jefferson's Starship. No, there you uh, go. Who I think hit on my mom in the 80s. (laughs) And uh, 
I think it was Jefferson Starship. If it wasn't such Starship, it was Airplane. Okay. And um, which came before Starship? Right, right. <laughs> and then Starship turned into like something else, right? Yeah. Prog rock is so stupid. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got two Clapton, a disco, a disco track called Party Hardy. Mm. I haven't listened to yet. And then um, what else was it? Cat Stevens. Ah, the best of Cat Stevens. Yeah, well, there you go. That's good stuff. That'll like put it. me on a list. But what really no sets list. it off was so last night I'm sitting. Oh, yeah. Last night I'm sitting on the couch and I get a video from Matt, <laughs> a video message, <laughs> and it's just a, a see his record player <laughs> and there's this song playing that is what was just. Song? I, I don't you, remember what it yeah. was called, but it's got this this really cheese tastic seventies with like string swells and somebody talking about how I'll love you better than anybody can love you yeah, if you it. just ah. let me love you. Yeah. And Matt tur- so and immediately so the camera turns to Matt and he goes, this is John Travolta's album. <laughs> 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 what a weird career this guy has had. I went, cause I, whatever I went to, when I found it, I went and immediately got like, went to the coffee shop around the corner yeah. And just like put the records on the thing and I was like, guys, there's a bunch of free records and one of them was this. <laughs> John Travolta, the album. Oh god. The album. Get out and, of and, here. And it's all like to describe it, um, I don't I mean it's very unremarkable, so I don't really remember what any of the songs were. But they what but what how I would describe them are disco ballads. Oh God! You know what I mean? Because disco has that whole what you yeah. were describing, like like that the the strings and the grandiosity, but it's all ballads and it's all cheese. It's so cheese, and his voice is so like I don't like his voice. Neither do I. It sounds like it, like it's it's a pretty voice. He's not like a bad singer. Yeah, but his voice is creepy. Yes, like, like he like that dude is creepy. Yeah. He's extremely creepy. Like, he's, I don't. He's ex, he's ex, he's ex, <laughs> he is extreme. Yeah, like he's and he's got a weird thing going on. <laughs> I don't know. He's just, he's had some he's had some real tragedy and some real like, but that was brought on by like what extreme weirdness. But yeah, by total like like whenever his his because his son died. Oh, I didn't know that. It's and Let's it's a real talking bummer. shit about him. Well, no, no, but like whenever you hear about the context behind it, it's just like that sounds like it was totally avoidable. I don't know. Yeah, I feel, it's like you feel bad for him, but it, I mean, you obviously feel bad for him, but no buts. I'm trying. How do I say this? He's a weird guy. He's who's a weird guy. Extremely... It just seems like he always puts himself in these situations. He's a weird guy. Over and over again. He's had a he weird career. People out and he like... skeezes people out. He's a scientologist. And then horrible stuff happens to him. And, and it's like, dude, if you weren't such a fucking weirdo. He's a fucking Scientologist. Well, it's, you asked for it. He also is a Scientologist. I, uh, there's a theory that he's like being held hostage by Scientology as a member. Mm-hmm. Like they're like they're forcing him to be a, to be a face. Oh wow! It, he was initially going to be the face, mm-hmm. but then he, you know, decided not to. He did. Yeah, he didn't want to do that, and the, and also Tom Cruise came around. Oh yeah, little tiny Tom. And Tom took over that role. Little Tommy coming up. 
Coming two up with his Elrond. Closeted men. Anyway. Two, yeah, true. But, you know, it's uh, it's a big week. You found John Travolta record on the street. It was like, I saw the Foo Fighters. Yep. But most importantly, the most important thing about this week is that it's the last week of Matt Butterfield's 20s. Yep, turning 30. A decade of who God knows what is Scum, coming to an end. Scumbaggery. Scumbaggery. <laughs> a decade of ups and downs. Yeah, and it was fine. It was a decade. It was a decade. What's cool, one thing that's kind of kind of blown me away about it is that like two decades ago I was ten. <laughs> you couldn't function in society. And, and like, where and I feel like I'm a massively different person from that ten year old than I am now. Yeah. Whereas I feel like this, I'm not going to feel like I'm a massively different person two decades from now. That's what you think. When you're when you're fifty, you probably look back and be like. Oh, 30 year old me was a weirdo. Yeah, maybe. You probably will. I mean, I think about how different I am from just five years ago. No, same. Me and too. And it's like, yeah. When absolutely. I'm 35, I'm going to be like. I'm a completely different person than whenever I first moved up to here to the city. Yeah. Like, I, so, like, totally different. It's really weird to me how much I've changed. Yeah. Oh. When I think back to, like, 18-year-old me, I just want to, like, crawl into a hole and die. God damn it. When I think about me in, like, high school, it's like, I can never face those people again. No. I... It, <laughs> oh, oh, my Not God. Not because I was horrible, but just because I didn't represent myself in a way. Yeah. Not because I was horrible or they were horrible, but, like, I just don't feel like I w- had it right. So I'm 30. And I thought, when I was 18, I thought by 30, I would be a full-time professional actor and will have been in at least one to two Broadway shows. Really? Oh, of course. You my, thought you'd be that far? My goals were grand. My I goals never were thought that. big. I think that's my problem. I never had big goals. I'm a very goal-oriented person. That's why I did well in sales. You have a goal? Get your goal. <laughs> I think that's interesting. I never thought... I don't know. I don't know what I thought I was gonna do. Yeah. Really. You just knew you wanted. I just to knew be that an I, I knew. Well, like I knew that I wanted to like be in entertainment and be in showbiz mm-hmm. and um, as an actor, preferably. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, but then like my also my goals changed, my and like my 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 mindset has changed. I do feel like acting is um, rather empty. As an art form, not that like there's I mean, anything wrong with that, but like I, have, uh, I disagree. Well, I I don't <laughs> feel like um, I don't know. It's just like what are we doing? Like whenever you're acting, it's just like like what are you like going for? I feel like you really need to want to be famous, and I don't want to be famous at all. Well, that's the end of the Matt and Matt podcast, no, ladies well, and gentlemen. No, come on. No, like, like, I mean, I want a following. I don't know how to describe it. Like, like, I want to be famous. I want to be an artist. I want to make money doing what I love doing. And I you want to get stopped on the street. I don't give a shit. I want to do what I want to do. And if that's part of it, I know what I signed up for. Yeah. You know what? And I'm I know sorry, what I'm signing up care. for. That, to me, that sounds horrible. I know what I'm signing up for. And if, if if I make it and people recognize me on the street and like my work, I'm all about that. Because I'm an egomaniac and I love me some fucking me and I want everybody <laughs> else to love them some me. 
I guess I'm just the most humble person in the world. Thanks, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Donald, he's oh, God. don't at me, bro. Oh, don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Um, what are we? Why would you say speaking of Donald? That's not mine. Don't at me, bro. No, it doesn't have to be your don't oh. at me, bro. <laughs> I'm just thinking about people that piss you off. Oh, dude, I watched this thing last night in the net on Netflix. Yeah, uh, Hannah Gatsby's comedy special, and it pissed me off. <laughs> um, well, that's not true. It just it did, but it didn't. She, I don't know who this woman is. First of all, mm-hmm. uh, but she clearly has a big following because she like. Like, she was at the Sydney Opera House doing this thing, and it was sold out. Oh, my so God. So she's big, clearly. Somewhere. So in Australia. Australia. And she's, Jinx. you know, she's um, gay, and uh, that's a big part of it. That's the only reason why I bring it up. Okay. And she looks very masculine, um, but she, you know, uses she, her pronouns. And most of it was, a, was like, the fact that I even say that, to start to describe this set is it, the problem with this set. It's you, way too socially conscious. It's way like she literally show. at one point says, uh, like, cause it starts getting not funny and she starts making all these very like poignant points. Like it's not stuff that I disagree with necessarily. In fact, not even, I won't even, I don't disagree with her at all. Just, we should be more like people need to be more, open and ready to talk to and not try to not burden trans people or gay people or uh like that all needs to happen but to frame it within a stand-up comedy set and then go on to shame other comedians who aren't using their art form to advocate for that specific Group of people um, group of that people they may not have any any connection to or, whatsoever or like or identify or, or identity to like like at all, because uh, that's what she ends up doing. Like one of her lines in the in the special is, "If you're just trying to make people laugh, what the fuck are you actually doing?" And it's like, uh. it's like that's great that you are advocating for these things, but that's not what stand up comics are. Stand up comics are not preachers. They are not like activists they're just like, a lot of them are fucking idiots like like like, <laughs> honestly, like but and we love them for that like you know what i mean yeah. like they're idiots like me like i like they're idiots in the way that i'm an idiot you know what i mean like like i love a dick joke <laughs> it, like, I, love, <laughs> I love like i love i love laughing at people getting hurt yeah yes like i love like <laughs> like i love Ignorant statements that are obviously just ignorant statements for the sake of saying something stupid <laughs> and watching someone's reaction. Squirm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I think that that's really like that's valuable. And she just like really irritated. Like, it just, I don't know. It's like, and I get that. Like, if there's anybody listening to this, um, uh, we average about twenty five a week. If there's anybody listening to this, I, I'm a little worried about like backlash for this opinion because everyone I know is like all over this. They're just like, oh my gosh, this is like one of the most important comedy specials I've ever watched. Here's, everyone needs to watch this comedy special. It's like 
It's not comedy. I wasn't laughing throughout most it's, of it. She was funny. It's spoken word. Yeah, it's call a it performance. spoken word. It's a it's a it's a one woman show. Yeah, call it's it what it is. Like it's it's a lecture if it's anything. Like, it's not an important comedy show. It's not a comedy show. It didn't show push the all, form really. forward at all. Like I, like I wouldn't call uh uh what's a what's an example like what Jordan Peterson does like like that's another buzzword but like <laughs> but like. What's a better example? I don't know. Like, what happens at, like, a New York Fringe Festival whenever you go to a one-man show? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a comedy show. Is it funny? Well, is the- it... Like, or what... Jo- this, is, this is exactly what I'm getting to. What John, John Leguizamo does on stage. It's not stand-up comedy. He's not it's a comic. a one-man show. He never... Would never even describe himself as a comic. No. Because he understands that what comics do is completely different from what he's doing. He's doing a one-man show about, you know, whatever... Because he always he does that like every three years. He yeah, has like yeah, a one I know. Show and I Broadway. love his show. And his stuff's great. Like yeah. I've I've been to see one. I think I don't know. I don't even know if I saw it. <laughs> no, anyway, <laughs> but anyway, like, anyway, but like, it's just crazy to me that this is what I don't know. It's it, it's what I feel like the left is really going in a direction that is. Really, it's starting to. You're uh, afraid of what people are going to think of what you're about to say. I'm not afraid. The far left is just as bad as the far right. Yeah, well, fall yeah. into the middle or get out of the way. Right, but like there are, but then there are arguments to be made that like if you fall into the middle, that's when you, you know just start following orders and stuff like that. No, but like that's what that's what you have to be able to cross. But the that's aisle. the extreme you have that they to go be to. Able to cross the aisle and compromise. But that's the extreme that they'll go to whenever you say I don't like this this Nanette special. I don't think it's funny and I don't think it's um, a comedy show a comedy show at all <laughs> and what she's saying is important but she's not the first person to fucking say it no she's not and, and not even she's, close and she also like um I don't know she's not she's no clout in this hemisphere I've never heard of this woman yeah not that like that matters necessarily but like it also does like it like if Amy Schumer came out with this and did the exact same thing I would maybe, maybe be like, okay, this is important, and maybe we should be listening, uh, because this is an American perspective. This is because uh, she also talks about America a lot. Of and, course she does. Like, like, and um, this is uh, it, not. I mean, she doesn't just throw America on the bus. She she throws Western culture as a whole under the bus for the most part. But like, it's just I don't know. I don't know. It just really irritates me because it, it because th- this is what where we're headed uh, on the left side of things, and I think it's equally as stupid. And I think it's just I totally it, it's agree. gonna water down. Like if we if we start like if comedians stop trying to make people laugh, then nobody's gonna be laughing, and then this is just gonna turn into a hell suck of a world mm-hmm. and there's going to be no escape and Donald Trump is going to be the ruler forever. He's going to change the constitution. There's going to be no levity and we're all going to just sink into the fucking ocean and die. Like, like we have to have levity. We have to have things that are like, there have to be people out there that are not focused on the negative reactions that assholes give you when you walk down the street and you're trying to just be yourself. Yeah. Like you have to be able to go, all right, that guy's there and he's an asshole, but like, 
My entire life has been being called out for my weight. Yeah. Constantly. Yes. I can't go anywhere or do anything yes. without being made fun of for my weight. Right. Or looked at weird for my weight. And Move that's, along. Like, one of my, like, and one of my, and I struggle with that as well. And the thing that gets me is that, like, I've, one of my earliest memories on that note is, like, being on a playground and some kid make, calling me, like, you're fat like a chimp. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I look at pictures of me then, and it's like, I was not fat. Dude, even in college, you weren't fat. You like, were, like, you were, like, you were TV fat, which means you have a round face. But, like, but like, it was crazy to me that, like, I don't know. They still just, it's still just, it, it's just so stupid. Like, yeah. uh, like, this is just not where things need to be going, and... I don't want to fucking hear about it. <laughs> don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> you know what? Don't at me, bro. You old people in the Upper East Side. Yes. You old people in the Upper East Side that can't seem to do anything for yourself. You old people in the Upper East Side that can't read a menu. You old people in the Upper East Side who can't check out at CVS <laughs> without having the entire store come up to help you out. You And I'm not even talking about the self-checkout. I'm talking yeah. about the people at the checkout checkout. Yeah, yeah. This old lady... Asking the poor dude to come from behind the counter to help her look through the cookies. Yeah. Like, you can look through cookies. Yeah. It's not, you're not, Nobody asked you to code a database, you bitch. Yeah. I mean, god damn. It's like, these people... Have are, some self-reliance. They consider themselves to be the gods of the world. Yeah. They're the great... The great... The royalty ge- of New York. The great baby boomer generation that's way better than the millennials, but yeah. you can't even fucking find your own cookies. <laughs> you can't properly hand a cashier a coupon without making a stink about it. Every time I have to walk into that CVS, I'm like, what's the... What are the old fuckers up to today? You demand a consultation with your pharmacist oh for the medicine God. that you take every day. Yeah, just... You know what? <laughs> I'm not... I can't... I don't want to make this any longer i'm just gonna say it old people in the upper east side and old people in general who think that everybody's got to help you with everything try reading a fucking manual go fuck (laughs) yourself don't at me bro don't at me bro that's gonna be it that's a this is a long one this is a really long episode whatever it's gonna be trimmed up it's gonna be chopped down We, we have some things that we gotta get rid of uh so we uh we have a new facebook page if you want to go like that, check that out. Is yeah. that public yet? It's not public yet. It hasn't been shared out yet. This week we, got, we will have. We got to take some pictures. We got to get some stuff on there. Yeah, I'm sweaty and sick right now, so maybe not right now. No, but, you're not right now. But, but we yeah. got to get some pictures done. We got to get a new logo to go along with our new new theme. But we also have a new email address. A new email that's just for the show. So for your questions or for advice. Email us at mattonmattpod at gmail.com. There you go. Please do this. I yes. want to give you advice so badly and nobody wants my advice. It's I think it's very telling of what people think of me that they don't want my advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also have like done very little push on marketing for this show. That's true. And the Facebook page will help with that. And also getting onto iTunes yes. is going to help with that majorly. Yes. Because when I tell people where people want to listen to the podcast and I tell them we're on SoundCloud. They immediately go, oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, not a chance in hell. That requires I, me to click another button. I still haven't downloaded the SoundCloud app. You haven't? No. I, just, I have. I just want to listen to it on the browser. Oh, okay. Well, either way, I'm Matt. I'm Matt. 
This is the Matt on Matt podcast, and we'll catch you fuckers next week. Adios.